Today is a little bit all over the place. A little bit of a live scheduling change for you all. I know that I had said previously that today we would have WEAC Conference Tournament action here on 91.7 The Edge between the UW-Whitewater Eau Claire, UW-Whitewater Eau Claire, the UW-Whitewater Warhawks versus the UW-Eau Claire Blue Golds tonight, uh, first round action. Uh, that is not the case. We had a little bit of an issue uh, with our announcers. Uh, thing, uh, schedules uh, came up, flared up, and uh, got them. And in the case of one, uh, just fell sick today and opted to go see a doctor, which I personally thought was the better idea anyway. So we will not have that game on uh, 91.7 The Edge here, unfortunately. And we can only hope that the one that the woman get a lot of help and host another game and we can we be will be able to ho- uh, post it uh not post it announce it here on the on 917 but the game will will still be on UWW TV I can make my shameless plug <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's the entire reason I'm like all dressed up right now for everybody for anyone watching on UWW TV I don't dress like this all the time for radio I promise I don't I really 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 don't look like this every time is that how my haircut looks on TV? Wow, it does look nice. <laughs> All right, I really do. I really do trust. Any, I'm gonna start trusting the guy that cuts my hair now. That was, huh? True story. There's only been very few people who've cut my hair, but you want to know who's predominantly cut my hair all all 20 years of my life? Yo, mama. No. Your dad. My dad. Yeah. <laughs> my dad. But it, yeah, my dad. And so I sent him. I sent them the little screenshot about like my haircut and then they were just like my dad was just like it doesn't look as good as mine but I mean it looks I, I guess it looks alright I was just like I can't make it home it was like it's a lot easier to find the ride 10 minutes away yeah. than it is to find the ride an hour and a half away you know and there's no way I was going to make it back home between now and in the case today and yeah. Saturday I'll be in Madison for something so there's no way I can make it back home yeah but, for sure nah, no well anyways Eric how you doing I'm doing great Done with all my classes and stuff already for today, so uh, pretty much everything done now. Uh, glad to be on Hawk Talk, uh, and yeah, that's about it. Had a good day so far. Hopefully, I'll uh, have a good night. Uh, probably gonna go to the women's basketball game. Oh yeah, just to like check it out. Yeah, I haven't gone and watched like a act as just as a fan. Yeah, I haven't watched a game really uh, or a women's game. No, actually, one this weekend I did went and watched oh, one okay. for senior night. Watch that, but other than that, uh, haven't gone and really watched a game. Even actually, when I went and watched for senior night, uh, I was mm-hmm. watching for uh, the assignment for our journalism class. Oh, that's, that's right. What I'm doing, so. who, who did you end up talking to for that? Did you talk to Coach Carrillo or did you uh, talk no? To a I'm player? I'm gonna be uh, <clears throat> I will be uh, interviewing uh, Abby Reeves. Oh, that, yep. That's I'm saying, that's not a bad interview. No, it won't be like see, she's a senior, so <laughs> thought it'd be a good idea for that. But uh, yeah. Overall, I'm doing well today. Glad to be on Hawk Talk. That's good. I'm sorry. I, like last week was such a bad week with because I like was with names because I forgot everybody. Like I was that's a is it Chase? It's Chase. Okay, I'm good. I knew I, you remembered. How you doing? I'm great. I'm great. Glad to be on Hawk Talk. Next to uh, Brett Farr from Southern <laughs> Miss here. Yes, that's right. Yes, yeah, I was a uh, you. That was a small box it came. It was. Like I was, I'm, I'm looking. I was like, I was wondering if you guys just got like a new phone case. Or something. Yeah. I was like, All right, cool. And then I just see a jersey. I was yep. like, what? I was like, the list grows. Yep, that's right. How many does that make now? 
Jerseys? Jerseys. That's too many to count. Estimate. Uh, I'd say the, a good estimate is right around 300. Seriously? No joke. Three. <laughs> it's every day. I see them in a new jersey. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. I'd say 300 is probably like uh, maybe a little too high, but definitely in the high 200s. Like, that's a guarantee. Wow. Really? Yep. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So I'm, wait. Okay. I had to, I had to check something uh, on my phone because I'm going to read this. I'm going to read this little bit I have here, but I also oh, wanted yeah. to make it a little bit, like, a little bit fun and theatrical. Oh, yeah. And I'm probably going fa- to fail miserably. It's all right. But, you know, you uh, it, it, it. <laughs> it's Tuesday, and, you know, we're reaching that dead point in, in sports. So, you know, I think I have to have a little bit of fun. So I'm just going to do this. You, yeah, you guys have your headphones in, so you guys yeah. can actually hear, the, mm-hmm. hear what plays on the auxiliary cable now. Awesome. So is it playing? I have one question for both of you. Are both of you ready? I'm ready. Yeah. Well, I hope you are because 917 The Edge and WWTV have partnered to bring you Live on the Edge, a multimedia concert series. We're bringing you some of the best up-and-coming local music acts. Tune in at 8 p.m. every other Thursday for in-studio performances and interviews. That was awesome. All right, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. I had, I had my weird, eight-year-old moment. It's okay. I, I enjoyed it as well. <laughs> you have the Warhog Roundup ready? Yes, I do. Okay, let's do it. If I can turn it on, there Ooh, we are. All right. Uh, yesterday, the 22nd, nothing went down for uh, Warhawk Sports, but tonight, the 23rd, women's basketball in the first round of the WEAC uh, tournament. We take on UW-Eau Claire at 7 p.m. here at Catholic Gymnasium. Tomorrow, the 24th, men's basketball in their first-round game of the WEAC tournament. They take on UW-River Falls at River Falls at 7 p.m. Nothing going on on Thursday, but on Friday, men's track in the WEAC Indoor Championships. That is in in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. The women's track team in that same WEAC Indoor Championship. Men's swimming, or excuse me, women's swimming in the NCAA Division Three Diving Regional in Granville, Ohio. Uh, that's taking place at Denison U- University at 1 p.m. Central Time. And men's tennis at UWGB or UW Green Bay at 6.30 p.m. On to Saturday the 27th, gymnastics taking on UW Lacrosse uh, in the alumni meet and senior night for the gymnastics team. So that's home at 4 p.m. Wrestling at the NCAA Midwest Regional Championships in Crawfordsville, Indiana, taking place at Wabash College. The championships start at 9 a.m. Women's track still in the uh, WEAC Indoor Championships, as well as the men's team for the uh, for the uh, track teams here. Also still in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Women's tennis in the uh, alumni event. Not sure what that is. Probably just people coming who used to play here and stuff. But that uh, t- time to uh, start is two. TBD to be determined. Women's swimming still in the NCAA Division Three Diving Regional, and then men's tennis versus oh men's men's and women's tennis both have the alumni event on Saturday. That'll be starting at 2 p.m. for men, men's probably around the same time for the women's, and there's nothing on Sunday and Monday. So that is the Warhawk Roundup. All right, sounds good. Thanks, Eric. Yep, no problem. So I guess the big thing that I saw today was that, uh, are you guys fans of UFC? 
Yes. Did you guys watch it? Okay. So, our, um, Eric, I'm assuming you're familiar with the news then today. Yes. Um, Rafael dos, uh, dos Anjos? Yes. Dos Anjos. Uh, he apparently broke his foot in training. And now the the big fight where Conor McGregor was supposed to move up into the fev- into the uh, f- was it not the f- was it f- the flyweight to featherweight or featherweight yeah. to flyweight? One I, it's it was one of those I can't really remember. One of them I vaguely really pay attention to Conor McGregor fights. Yeah, not because I don't like him, just because I don't know. Yeah, I was more like I had more of a dr- like Ronda Rousey fights were more of a draw to me because I knew what I was. Well, I mean, you know what you're getting with Conor yeah, McGregor, but sure. I want I actually really wanted to see uh, Ronda Rousey run the table. That can't happen anymore. But the uh, the big fight, the big fight that we're getting so close to, is now canceled. Yep. And so everyone's kind of wondering. Okay, so is the whole card just scrapped to them? Is UFC 196 just scrapped? What are you gonna do? Are you gonna put? I was like, you can't just take the championship off of. Sanyos and just throw it on somebody else and yeah. just put it, put him in a fight because I mean he technically didn't even lose the title he just exactly. busted his foot, so everyone's wondering okay so what do you do, and every, and people are asking Dana White and Dana White saw, you know like well McGregor can fight whoever and whatever he wants because he's just that crazy, yeah, which is completely a hundred percent true yeah but, and I don't know UFC enough to know who's in what division, who's in what weight class. I honestly couldn't tell you who's in what weight class. I don't, like, I didn't know that Ronda Rousey was, a, was in the bantamweight weight class until the, t- until the fight where she lost. Yeah. That's when I figured out. I was like, oh, cool. That's the name. The more you know. But, yeah, so for Conor McGregor, what, or just not even Conor McGregor, but for the UFC, what do they do? Um, so far, just looking at it, or, and what I've heard, they've asked multiple people, like, if they wanted to fight, just have a match, or just have a a fight still on the card with Conor McGregor, and multiple people have turned down Nate Diaz, he, uh, oh, Nate Diaz is one of the people that they, that is a potential person they haven't really offered him yet, but, uh, mm-hmm. Jose Aldo. Again? Yeah, but, Ooh. but his, uh, they turned it down, they don't want to fight. Conor McGregor again, probably a smart choice probably. after what happened last time. Conor McGregor knocked him out Ended swiftly. Him. <laughs> and White, I'm not sure. Oh, Edgar. Don't know his name, but a fighter named Edgar. Oh, ah. Uh, last I know. name Edgar, probably. Frankie Edgar. Frankie Edgar. Yeah, like he, he was He was one of my – when I uh, – my cousin used to really like UFC. Like, yeah. you play this one game. And he would o- and he would always just put me with him, and yeah, I would yeah. somehow always win. So I was I was like, all right, that's my guy. Yeah, Edgar. Like did he? Did they ask him? Uh yeah. It's he. Uh, he turned down the McGregor fight because he was injured though too. That's I'm just reading okay. this off Fox Sports One right now. But okay. But really, I don't know. Don't really know if there's anything the UFC can do if there's no one for Conor McGregor to fight. There's just no one for him to fight. So I mean, the the card's still there. Yeah. I mean, contrary to popular belief, if everyone, if anyone's watching on UWTV and they're like, "Oh my God, the entire event's canceled," no, the entire event's yeah. not canceled. Just. There's the no event. those yeah the main <laughs> events canceled the card's gonna go on as is. We just don't know if there's gonna be a McGregor fight or not. Yeah. He I would assume there's going to be. We don't know who it is. I'd like to say actually kind of see Nate Diaz because he's one of those longtime UFC guys. He yeah. tweeted this morning he's going to have to get on his knees and beg. So 
Maybe he's trying to stir the pot a little bit. Yeah. Who? Nate, Nate Diaz? Yeah. He tweeted that this morning at 11.51 a.m. That sounds like challenge accepted to yeah, me. That's, <laughs> that's what it sounds like. So I think the fans are going to get what they want. That'd so, be cool. Now, what division is Diaz in? Is he is he still in the uh, featherweight division? Um, or is he in uh, McGregor's current division, whatever that is? What, uh, can we defi- can we figure out what division Conor McGregor yeah, is currently Conor in? Conor McGregor is the championship of the flyweight, I believe. Okay. So he's no, moved- featherweight. He's in, he's in the so what's he moving up to? Is, he is was it moving up to lightweight to go oh, against Dos Anjos. Oh, so he was moving up. So he was fighting. Up he was going up. to the lightweight. Yeah, and he was still, still talking mad trash to the dude who's probably bigger than him and stuff like that in Dos Anjos. I was actually gonna pick against McGregor in this if this fight were to still go on. Yeah, I mean I, I know McGregor's crazy, but yeah, I really I would have gone with McGregor just because every time he's talked smack and. Just gone at the people that he was going against. Every time he's talked any type of trash, he's backed it up every single time. So, yeah. And this is four or five fights in a row now where he's just been extremely, uh, what's the word, flamboyant in like press conferences yep. and like their the press conferences when like McGregor and Dos Anjos would be talking and stuff like that at the same time, almost you know. Mm-hmm. And they're with Dana White there, and he's always just. Always getting in the head of the other person. I really think that's one thing that Conor McGregor does well, and he's just, when he gets in the octagon, he's just crazy. For the record, McGregor's not undefeated, right? No. No, he has two losses. Yep. But he's just he's just undefeated lately. Yeah. And he's done it very convincingly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I, I keep getting that mix up because it kind of just gets lost in the whole hype when it comes to him. Like, that was the one thing I was when I was like, so has he lost? Is that why he and Ronda Rousey are always in the same sentence or what? Yeah. But, so, but, I mean, if that tweet – so we sent out that tweet this morning, Diaz yep. did? Yeah. I, that sounds that, – that really does sound like challenge accepted. Yeah, and Nate Diaz is in the lightweight division that uh, Jose L, or Rafael Dos Anjos – I know they usually in, have so. rankings in each division. Does it – like – yeah, does it say where right, uh, Diaz is? Yeah, he's sixth in the lightweight division, so with a record of nineteen and ten. So has anyone that's else? Just because he's been in the UFC for that, so long. That's true. Has anyone else in that in the top five or top ten like said no, or have they rumors gone around? No, the only rumors, rumors that I heard were the uh, Frankie Edgar, um, Nate Diaz, and uh, one more. Jose Aldo. Jose Aldo, yeah. No, not Jose Aldo. No way. He's Jose Aldo. I feel like he's a a big dude, isn't he? Oh no, Jose Aldo's the guy. Jose he, Aldo's he, the one McGregor's yeah, destroyed. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I was getting my uh, UFC dudes mess, mixed up, but yeah, Jose Aldo. I don't think he turned it down, but I think that's definitely a good choice for him. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Does he really want to suffer that fate again? Yeah, I don't. I don't believe so. So let's assume it's Nate Diaz. Yeah, I really. That's I. I I would assume because I mean at this point, that's the next best option in the lightweight division, who they're at least talking to because everyone knows who Nate Diaz is. You mm-hmm. know, if you're familiar with UFC, I'm kind of the, like I would kind of list myself as a casual fan. Yeah, you know, like I'm not into the rankings and everything. I don't know what I don't even know what division Conor McGregor's yeah. in, so I can't even so I can't even really classify myself as a massive fan, but. I do know enough to know that Nate Diaz has been around for a while. Yeah, he has been. I do know enough to know that Nate Diaz is really, really good. And I also know that know enough to know that 
a Nate Diaz Conor McGregor fight still pose would still pose a good threat to McGregor and be a good gauge to see like okay so whenever Dos Anjos's foot does heal is McGregor going to be ready for him yeah and one thing for at least for McGregor's side he's been whenever this fight was announced he's been training and planning on fighting Dos Anjos the whole mm-hmm. time so when the fight is only so many days away, or however long away it is, I like, think we're I think we're well under a month. Yeah, so it's real close, and that's not a lot of time to uh, like plan for a new opponent. So maybe that could be a kind of a downside for McGregor. But then again, whoever he fights, if it is Nate Diaz, it's not like Nate Diaz has been training to fight Conor McGregor, so it kind of right. be even. But still, it would be a little disadvantage for both of them, just because. Dos Anjos or McGregor, they've been planning planning just to go at each other for months now, so they've really been watching probably each other's fight tapes, stuff like that, just seeing tendencies that each other have, and now with McGregor having to fight someone else, all that is almost useless, so all this training that McGregor has done isn't necessarily gone to waste, but it's just... Uh, right. I don't even know how to explain it. It's just for... It's a different opponent now. Yeah, it is. And I mean... It's a given. Both probably have different styles. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I doubt they do the same thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, but who do you think has more of the disadvantage, though? I mean, I would still I would still say McGregor, because, I mean, not only does he have to readjust his entire training camp, like, I feel like Nate Diaz has been, has been around long enough where there's the microphone sound. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. It happens. There it is. <laughs> but <laughs> I feel like Diaz has been around long enough to – where he's probably been thrust in a situation like this where he's had to have, probably have a short training short training camp and everything. And I feel like he could do it. I mean, yeah. I'm sure it's not like UFC fighters just, like, sit around and just be like, and just don't do anything. Like, I'm sure they still train and everything, just not as intense, you know, at, yeah. for, like, a fight. And plus, and like I said, I feel like Nate Diaz has been around the game long enough to know how these things work. They both have 19 wins, ironically. Yeah. So, I mean... I still feel like the advantage, the disadvantage would go to McGregor because he has to flip an entire training camp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas Diaz is like, oh, I'm in? Okay. Yeah. Now he just, he just keys in on McGregor. Yeah. McGregor has to pretty much not – well, most likely will have to, like, flip a decent portion, if not most, of what he's been training to do. And he still has to move up in move up a, di- a division yeah, that's against, that, against an opponent who's pr- – He's no pushover in the lightweight division, that's for sure. Yeah. No, he's a veteran. He's given up three years. He's given up one inch and then ten pounds on uh, on the fight statistics. We're moving up a class. Oh, yeah. Yikes. I'm just trying to find here. That's right a now. lot of variables going into one fight. Yeah, definitely. So I feel like, I don't, I don't know. Again, McGregor's crazy. He yeah. is nuts. He's absolutely nuts. So if there's anybody I do not want to give added pounds to and any form of added strength to, it's that guy. Because he's crazy enough to take that weight, and it won't even bother him. Some some people, you know, like they get an extra amount of weight, and take and it's like a readjustment. And it's like a readjustment period. That's what the training camps were and everything. But still, he's the guy to, to overcome it because he's just nuts. But still, you can't really go in there guns blazing yeah. i mean he doesn't he it's not like he does that anyways i'm not saying that he goes into the octagon and just decides to just throw haymakers everywhere yeah. and 
happen and every single one just happens to connect. I'm not saying that at all. Yeah. But he has to be a little bit more calculated, especially against a veteran, yeah. one of the better ones to do it. For sure. So. And Nate Diaz, if it is, he goes against Nate Diaz. Diaz is three inches taller than him, where that may not sound like a lot, but in a UFC match, that could be, mm-hmm. that'll be huge in wingspan and really just how you manage a fight. Because when you're going against a bigger guy, three inches bigger may not seem like a lot, but when you're in an octagon and have not many places to go, three inches can mean can mean a, a lot. lot. Yeah. Right. Just any size advantage at all is important for a fighter in this situation. Now, I mean, I know Aldo was in the same. They're in, Aldo and McGregor were in the same class, but what didn't he have a little bit of a longer reach too? He um, had a slightly longer reach, and I think they're they're about the same height. Yeah. But Aldo had a little bit more of the reach and a little bit more weight behind them, so that's why everybody kind of thought that he was the guy to dethrone him. Yeah. And then McGregor walks in their first round and knocks him out. Yeah. That's why I think this is kind of funny. We could be talking about this like holy, like holy crap, McGregor might be biting off more than he can chew with Dos Anjos, or now in this case, most likely Diaz. Yeah. And he very well could just go in there and just kick his head off, and yeah. then and then we could just sit here like afterwards and be like, okay, so we were wrong. Yeah. I kind of find that really funny about UFC, because I mean the same the perfect example, the Rousey fight. That's how we were in here. I think that's how we were like when the ha- when the fight happened. Like we were talking about the fight like. I think the Thursday before, yeah, and all of us in here. I think w- were you on the show that day? Yeah, for I think sure. all of us were in here, just like, yeah, Holly's got her work cut out for her. This will be a competitive fight, but there's nothing, there's nothing showing to believe that Rousey's not going to continue doing what Ronda Rousey does. And then yeah. Ronda Rousey not only goes to a second round, but gets punched and her head kicked off. Yeah, just destroyed. So, like, she got manhandled, woman handled. So, I mean. woman, so I'm kind of just like, all right, so. That's how UFC goes. Yeah. But. And uh, looking back between Jose Aldo and Conor McGregor, Conor McGregor is actually an inch taller and a four-inch longer reach. Four, I was surprised. I was, I thought. But they hyped up Aldo like he was the the bigger guy. Yeah, I'm not quite sure why. Because I agree. I remember that. They're saying that McGregor was looking undersized when he fight. But really, I don't know why. Maybe it's. Isn't McGregor like five seven too? Five nine. Five nine. So that means uh, Eldo's five five seven. So he's got two inches on him. So you mean to tell me, but all of three of us in here are roughly around the same height as these guys? Yeah. But they could still easily knock us out. Yeah, like I'm probably a good two inches taller than Conor McGregor. Probably twenty or thirty pounds heavier, heavier than him, and he's just a fighting machine. <laughs> I'm going to say, don't look at me to be the one that beats McGregor. It ain't going to be me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm not going to be the one to step. I mean, do you really want to step in an octagon with Conor McGregor? Do you, Chase? I'm not stepping anywhere. (laughs) This guy is crazy. Yeah, he is. He really is. (laughs) He's nuts. But, so, are we at least all in somewhat agreement that it's most likely going to be Nate Diaz? Yeah. Because he he hasn't said no, and apparently a tweet went out. Mm -hmm. And I don't think he sends out a tweet like that. If he's gonna say no, right? I'm pretty sure that tweet means let's go. get like <laughs> get Dana White on the phone. Let's get this on. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure if that's what I think it means, it means we're getting a Diaz McGregor fight. Yeah, that'd be sweet. So McGregor is getting some high profile name to cap off 196. Yeah, they have to to replace a champion. They mm-hmm. s- they still have to get a big name to put in there if they want. Isn't Diaz a former champion? Yeah, he definitely is. He has to be a former. Mm-hmm. There's no yeah. way he's not. Yeah, he is. 
looking it up right now just to make sure because I only have so much UFC now. I was going to say, I don't know. But I I don't know a lot of UFC. Yeah, I'm almost certain he was, to be honest. The last time I somewhat have, like, and I use this in quotations, heavily watched UFC was when Brock Lesnar was still fighting. Yeah. That was the very last time I really, oh, wait. And then the Anderson Silva, Chris Weidman fight when Silva lost for the first time. Yeah. Those were the only two times where I was just like, where I thought I was the biggest UFC fan, but no, I'm not. Yeah. I'll openly admit I'm not. I don't want to insult any UFC fans, but yeah. just tr- I just try not to. St- I just stay away. Like, hey man, who do you like? Who do you like in this fight? You like his technique? Ah, uh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> he's a he's a bad man. Does it say anything about Diaz? Um, right now I'm just looking. He. I'm looking, it does not look like... He's not a champion? No. There he wasn't a champion? I don't believe so. Really? I'm looking at looking at it right now, he had, uh, for the UFC lightweight championship against Benson Henderson in oh, 2012. I remember Benson Henderson. Yeah, and then other than that, he had only one other... M- I guess he won, like, he won the Ultimate Fighter Tournament. Which is like a big thing. Obviously, he's not a championship, but then he also won or fought for the WEC lightweight championship. Not sure what that is, and he lost. So, so no, it looks like he is not a uh, not a former championship, which is kind of surprising because I feel like Nate Diaz, people who have at least a little bit of knowledge of UFC, they Nate Diaz is a person they recognize and really, uh, or at least a big name that they would talk about and. I just feel like he would be the guy to uh, have had a championship, and he hasn't. I'm looking at all his list of uh, accomplishments. I'm just looking on the on the wiki page of his. Yeah. Okay, so he's he won Ultimate Fighter Five. Apparently, he's the. By the way, he's also apparently the younger brother of Nick Diaz, who was. Oh. I don't think Nick ever. It doesn't say here he had a UFC a UFC stamp, but he was a strike force welterweight champion and a WEC welterweight champion. Yes. Okay. I do remember so, Nick Diaz. I think maybe I was thinking of Nick Diaz when I think I think we were both probably thinking of Nick Diaz. Yeah. Just. But yeah. Uh, this goes to show the uh, our knowledge of UFC right? goes only so far. But as of this, whenever this was posted, I'm assuming this is the most updated thing ever. Or most, it's recently updated, but he was the ultimate. He was a champion of Ultimate Fighter Five for the lightweight tournament. He's won Fight of the Night six times versus Josh. Uh, you know what? Uh, why not? I'm not going to even bother. He's <laughs> he's won Submission of the Night five times. He's won Knockout of the Night once. He's tied for Anderson Silva with the second most point fight bonus total with twelve. I if someone please if someone could tell me what all this means. Other than fight of the night and submission of the night, those <laughs> those I get, those I get. I've seen enough I've seen enough pay per views to know. Yeah. But the post fight bonus award total. Oh wait, second most point fight post fight bon. He's won twelve post fight bonus awards. Now I get it. That means the dude's gotten paid at the end yeah, of his fights. Right, Never definitely. mind. And he's tied for twelve. Then who's number one for what? Uh. He's tied for with Anderson Silva for for, for the second most post fight bonus awards. Oh really? Who's number one? I really want to know who's number one. Post fight bonus awards. Ooh, 
that's got to be some. It's it's the post fight bonus. That's it's probably, probably a legend. The, that's probably fight of the nights, submission of the nights, stuff like that. I'm guessing. Yeah, and pr- something. Yeah, it's probably like it's Chuck Liddell. Chuck Liddell. I'm or, going to assume um, it's Chuck Liddell. The other guy, Rock Lesnar, beat. It is Joe Lauzon. Lauzon. Huh. How many? Thirteen. Oh, all right. Well, one off. One above Nate Diaz and Anderson Silva at 12. Huh. He knocks out uh, McGregor. He's McGregor. Def- oh, he's, he's so get, getting he's one. He's going to get fight of the night and knockout of the night. He so is he'll be so good. Top. Would it really be fight of the night, though? Because fight I, of the night's normally like the, the most like highly contested one. Unless it's like a last round knockout. Yeah, something like that. Because just... if it's a first round knockout, it's kind of just like, oh, well. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Here's every Conor McGregor fight, yeah. except it's McGregor on the ground. <laughs> but uh, his other accomplishments include he's tied for Frank Muir. That's another name I know. Frank Muir, that's, Frank the, Muir, that's yep. the guy I was thinking of. And Kenny Florian for the second most submission victories in UFC with eight. He His career submission attempts are he's in eighth place, tied for eighth place with 20. Significant strikes landed. He's in ninth place, ninth place with 717. And total strikes land that he's in fourth place with 1,585. So he can put a beating on you, and then he could choke you out at the end. Yeah. Have fun. Have fun, McGregor. That Nate Diaz tweet was actually a reaction to Conor McGregor's tweet in December that said, line them up on their knees with their hands out. I want them to beg me. So what? Did the, and so what was the tweet? Wait. So did he respond to McGregor? Like, tagged him in the tweet? No, or? it was a subtweet. Oh, it was a su- subtweet. Oh, classic. It was a subtweet Wait. of his previous tweet in December. So when what? They were trying to pick an opponent. Oh, uh, the original. Bec- when he opponent. when he moved when he moved up. Yep. Okay. And so Nate Diaz responded to that tweet in a subtweet. What, and what what exactly saying, did he say? Uh, he wants Conor McGregor to get on his hands and knees and beg him for a fight. Oh, man. That is such a yeah. They're oh, fighting. They are. They're fighting. They're gonna go at it. There's yeah, no way they're not fighting. He needs an opponent. He's in the lightweight division. He's one of the better ones. He's the he poses the best threat to either knock him out. Well, probably not knock him out, but he'll probably make him tap. Yeah, this might be better for UFC for ratings and all that. Probably. I mean, if McGregor beats Diaz, then he's really earned the right to fight Dos Anjos. Yeah, I agree. But <laughs> could be a. Almost like I was just gonna say this because it's kind of reference thing, yeah. kind of like a WWE number one contenders in match. a way. Yeah, they go that at is it. Tr- he th- goes this at it. Could with, be. Yeah. He goes out with Diaz, and then they're like, "Oh wow, he beat Diaz. Maybe he actually can. Maybe uh, he's ready. Yeah, he can beat uh, Dos Anjos." And then the fight when it actually happens, Dos Anjos versus McGregor is even bigger than it was supposed to be. So. Agreed. I actually think this could be good. So let's assume that this Diaz-McGregor fight does happen for UFC 96, which it probably will. Yeah, from what it looks if like. Dana, safe assumption. Yeah. Yeah. Like, unless Dana White just wants to snooze on this one, let's just assume this fight happens. And let's assume that uh, McGregor somehow comes out of this one. It, like, sends it to the judges, you know, like, or whoever wins this one. But in the point, but in the case of since the most most of the storyline is just can McGregor really move up that easily? Let's just say McGregor wins somehow. I don't know how, but he does it. Going off of your point, and then something that I just got reminded of. 
Remember how it wasn't too long ago when UFC tried to make the supercard between McGregor and Rousey? And then when Holm beat Rousey, their first instant was putting McGregor on the same card as Holm in the su- at some point late summer. Because you know how UFC kind of has like that the big thing in the beginning of the year. Yeah, yeah. A massive, a pretty big thing around spring, even though their their biggest competition as far as like ratings and everything is WrestleMania, but that's so far off yeah. still. So UFC normally gets theirs off first before WrestleMania does. They have, they have obviously they have their little shows, their fights that they have on TV and everything that they do live on yeah. like on mm-hmm. like f- free TV, which I think is a which I think is awesome. I agree. Uh, they have their big fight, a big fight, you know, middle of the summer, something like in the fall, and then they have that one massive card like at the end of the year, which is like, holy crap! If you miss this, you just missed it. Yeah. Like going, kind of going off of what your point, where you're saying like, if McGregor beats Diaz, it's essentially kind of like a number one contenders match. Yeah. Wouldn't that? And let's assume Holly Holm, because who does she have in her next? Is her next fight announced? I don't even know. I don't think it is, to be honest. Is the next fight announced? The only thing I know about her is that then is the news that I just got on my phone saying that she proposed a catchweight fight with Chris Cyborg. Oh yeah. To which I say, I still think I still want Rousey to beat Chris Cyborg. Yeah. But I mean, she, Rousey doesn't have the ch- the championship. Exactly. But that would make that Rousey fight even better. Mm-hmm. But if Cyborg were to win, but then Cy- but then Holm would get the rematch, but Rousey technically gets the rematch. We know there's going to be a home Rousey too. Yeah, it definitely will be. But let's assume Holly Holmes' <laughs> next fight is against apparently the bantamweight division's resident trash talker, but always gets kicked in the face in the first round. Misha Tate. Yeah. Like, would I would just ask you said, Would you guys be interested in seeing a Dos Anjos McGregor fight on the on the ex- co-main evented with? home Tate or home whoever the heck she fights or just in general is a is a McGregor is a McGregor home like co-car Conor McGregor Holly home co-card something that would be interesting to you guys especially based on if the Diaz McGregor fight goes through and McGregor ends up beating Diaz and you knew Dos Anjos was going to be ready for the for that uh co-main event card in the summer yeah um I would like to see it, and looking at it right now, uh, Holly Holm is scheduled to to uh, go against Misha Tate. That's their Tate's scheduled doomed. fight. Yeah, that's their <laughs> scheduled doomed. fight. Uh, Dos, when it was Dos Anjos versus McGregor for 196, mm-hmm. that's on the same card. Uh, Holly Holm versus Misha Tate. Wait, I didn't, I didn't, on, that's on the same card? Yeah, I didn't know. I just really? noticed that now. Yeah, one, UFC 196, Dos Anjos versus McGregor, and then... Uh, on the card is women's bantamweight Misha Tate versus Holly Holm. On the same exact card. Yep. For U- UFC 196, I didn't know that. I, I didn't thought even, they I were two separate cards. Yeah. Every, everyone's been talking about McGregor Dos Anjos. I didn't even. This shows no one cares about <laughs> Holly Holm. I'm, this, she just beat Ronda Rousey. And nobody still cares. That's the funny. Does anyone else find this funny? No one cares. Yeah, I feel like it's just because uh, Ronda Rousey is just obviously the. The really popular in pop culture right. and stuff like, she's like that. The cr- she, right, she's a crossover star, but yeah. th- wouldn't you... Ideally, that's why I think Holly Holm should probably get more attention because she beat the crossover star convincingly, and yet everyone's kind of just like, oh, hey, you're beating, you're fighting Misha Tate. Everyone fights Misha Tate. But this McGregor fight, though... Yeah. I think what it is, because 
when uh, Ronda Rousey was the champion and there was a massive buzz about her, it was just like people who didn't watch UFC at all, they just grew, grew to like the uh, the idea of uh, Ronda mm-hmm. Rousey, so they'd all watch and stuff like that. And once they saw her law lose, they're just like, oh. Oh, yeah. UFC, we, we're going back to not caring about UFC. So now the people that were really making Ronda Rousey what she was, I think was the the really non-serious UFC right. fans. The crossover fans. Exactly. So the n- people who liked her just bec- like they saw her in Furious 7, like, oh, yeah, let's right, go watch right. her kick people's faces in, and then they saw her lose, and she's like, oh, well. So the same people the that now? are most likely just going to just watch her on Saturday Night Live or all her appearances yeah. on TV and are probably going to go be the first ones to see her movies. So basically, like, fans of celebrity Ronda Rousey. Yeah, I that's what I... I think that's why Which, Holly Holm isn't getting nearly as much of, I think, like publicity as I think celebrity Ronda, Ronda Rousey fans kind of like do like UFC like fighter Ronda Rousey fans a little bit like do them a little bit wrong. Yeah, because it's kind of sure. it's kind of like the it's kind of like the Golden State Warriors effect. Yeah, where it's kind of like oh yeah, like Ronda Rousey. Oh, do you? Yeah. So it's like even people who actually do like Ronda Rousey, like. I think I think I started liking her right before the hype got mega real yeah. about Rouse, about Rousey, so I think I'm in the clear. Like I'm just barely in the clear, but you can say I'm not in the clear because I don't have a big knowledge about the UFC to like give you all this spiel and yeah, terms yeah, and everything. Sure. But I but as far as like timeline, I think I just got in bef- before it was the in thing to yeah. be a Ronda Rousey fan, but. I, but that's why I feel like Holmes should have gotten a little bit more respect. Yeah, I agree. I feel like she's being really underappreciated right now. Because we're, yeah. Because I guarantee you, she's kind of just like, "Yo, I beat her to a pulp, and we're still talking about her." Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm doing something that everybody wanted Rousey to do. I'm doing it, but no one's talking about me. And she's on the same card. Everybody, even albeit she's in the bantamweights resonant punching bag seriously yeah. what has misha tate won yeah i don't know if she's ever had a she's had she i'm sure she's won but probably yeah she is a bigger name record, but i just don't know if she's ever had a title i feel like she had the title and then rousey no, just destroyed she, her yeah she didn't strike force like seriously what has misha tate done the last two, couple of years except getting beat to a pulp yeah mostly by rousey <laughs> yeah and probably by home yeah she's won uh, I th- she has. I'm gonna look at her record right now. She has a record of 17 and five, so sh- she's good, obviously. But just when she, she has a winning record, 17 and five. Yeah, she's done well, but just uh, it's been a bad few years then. <laughs> yeah, it has been. I think she started off good, but she got a two title shot. No, she's had one title shot, and it was against Ronda Rousey. Now her second one is gonna be against Holly Holm. This is just her second, really. Yeah, they're so quick to throw her in fights, though. Yeah, I, know. I feel like she's been in more. But then again, yeah. I know nothing yeah. about the UFC, so I can't talk. Like right here, her <clears throat> just looking like her first UFC victories that came in a line were against Liz Car- Carmucci, Sarah McMahon. Did she pe- fight that just, one crazy Brazilian chick? I don't know. I don't know who the Brazilian person uh, is. Correa, yeah, the, the one that the one that uh, talked crap about uh, Rousey's dad. Uh, and everything, like the suicide attempt, and then Rousey just basically killed her in Brazil, in no. Correa's hometown. I don't think, uh, I don't think they've fought, but I'd, I'd pay to see that. Yeah, definitely. 
partially because Korea is nuts. Yeah, <laughs> she's so like. Did you did you watch that fight at all? The uh, one in Brazil, I saw like highlights of it. Eh, the highlights were the fight. Yeah, exactly. it was seventeen seconds. Yeah, exactly. So if you if you saw the highlights, you, you saw, saw the, the fight. fight. Yeah, <laughs> you basically real. saw the it's fight. The tr- it's the truth. <laughs> like I watched the fight. I was just like, that's it. <laughs> like wow. I got so hyped up, I had a bunch of food and everything, and then it just happened, and I was excited. I was just like, "Wait, that's the fight." Yeah, I waited for this for 17 seconds or third. I think it was 13 for 13 seconds. I'm never getting back. Yeah, but yeah, so that was pretty much it. Everyone was like, "Hey, did you? Hey, did you see the the Ronda Rousey highlights? Oh, you mean the fight? Yeah, it was good." <laughs> <laughs> That's so, yeah. And that happened like three fights in a row. I think was <laughs> yeah, out within the first thirty seconds or so. Yeah, but I think that one was like the fastest one of them all. Yeah. So pretty much was like if you saw the highlights, then you, you knew, saw the you fight. You knew what happened. Exactly. Like that's all you need to know. Like you just see the you just see the highlight up. You just see the one picture of like Rousey's face and Correa's or Rousey's fist and Correa's face just looking completely disfigured. And you're just like, yup. Yeah. That's what the story of the night, right there. But, and just to, just goes to show that we just continue to talk about Rousey when there's a Holly Holm exactly, <laughs> championship yeah, it's thing. Just, it's she, just what happens. But she's really on the same card as McGregor. Yeah, like right now I'm looking. I thought they I was, pushed it. Ba- I thought they pushed it back, or they pushed the home fight to another card. Uh, no, like right now, obviously the official this is the official card here for the fight or for 196. Mm-hmm. Obviously McGregor and. Uh, and what's his name? And Dos Anjos has been taken off because right. so, the fight's not happening anymore. But there'll be another match put on here when it's the. Uh, so are they just not going to? So this is the so this is the entire card. Yeah, right that now. I'm looking, okay, and this is for one ninety six. Yep. Yeah. So what are they going to do? Are they just going to make? Are they just going to make the main event home versus Tate, and then just push back McGregor, or are they just going to insert Diaz? Uh, or would, what do you think would be, the, or I guess the question would be, what do you think is a smart move for UFC? Because you already have a title fight on the card. Yeah, I think so. They could get away, but it's not going to be that big of a draw. Yeah, I think they would put McGregor if it's McGregor and Diaz. They put McGregor and Diaz uh, probably right before the Holly Holm and Misha Tate match. Actually, no, they probably wouldn't finish with this one. To be honest, they'd probably end with McGregor because they would end right with, now McGregor, with, with McGregor he's their he's their biggest star, at least biggest star that's a champion. He's their biggest draw. Exactly, he really is. Because their first biggest draw got her face kicked in. Yeah, exactly. So, so I think they would probably finish with the McGregor-Diaz fight just because it would be the uh, I was gonna say, the most anticipated one. But I mean, they'd both be, be the main co- event. Yeah, it'd be a co-main event with Holly Holm and Misha Tate versus... What day is uh, What day is this supposed to happen? March 3rd, March 6th. March 3rd. March, March 5th. At so we're like two weeks away from this thing, and McGregor doesn't have an opponent. Yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised. Like either isn't BJ Penn a lightweight? Can't they put him in? Um, let's see. I I honestly don't know if they'll have McGregor fight on the match or on the card. It's too just because it's, it's just too, too late. Soon, yeah. yeah. And I don't think you can get like an adequate training camp because then if McGregor no. just mops the floor with whoever it is, it's like well they had two weeks. Exactly. Yeah. McGregor had an entire camp. Yeah, I don't. I would think that UFC wouldn't not because I didn't realize it was so close. Neither did I. I w- you would think that they just want to have a McGregor fight. I think, th- yeah, I think this card now becomes a becomes main evented by Holly Holm. They, I mean, they're gonna have McGregor in it some way, probably running his mouth 
for yeah. reasons I don't know why, because he just, dude uh, just busted his foot. But yeah. oh, he was scared of me. Yep, his bone was scared of you, McGregor. He's, he'll the probably, bone was afraid. He'll probably get. Uh, he'll probably say he had people break his foot for him so he didn't have to fight McGregor, just because he was scared or something like that. That's I won't be surprised because if McGregor said something like that. Because he's crazy. Because he's just insane. <laughs> he's nuts. But I don't know, Chase. What do you think? Are do you, should they just keep it as is? Just keep the card main evented by Holly Holm, or do you rush to find McGregor an op- a ready opponent? I think they put McGregor in with someone else because if McGregor's not fighting, I'm not watching it. Yeah, that's that's, that's a really uh, good point. To be yeah, honest, that's, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, sh- I mean, show. I mean, were you gonna watch a Holly Holm fight? No, absolutely. Were not. you gonna? I'm no. I'm not. I'm partially still salty. I'll wait but. for the I'll wait for the ten second highlight reel. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, so, but this is a really good point that you said because people now that if there is no Conor McGregor fight, you just <laughs> lost. They just lost a m- lot the ma- of money. Probably, probably yeah. the majority of their pay per view buys, they lost just because right. most of them are coming from the people that are Conor McGregor fans. Just because seeing and, how and, right. wild of a man he is, they just want to see him fight and people who want to see him lose. Too. Yeah, that's very true. But it's like, I feel like, so not. But yeah, not only that. But I feel like that's gonna be touch us. That's gonna be such a hard sell. You're two weeks away from 196, and you have to go from McGregor. Can he move up to the lightweight class? To hey, Mc, hey, McGregor's McGregor can't fight because because the champion busted his foot, unfortunately. Yeah. But we still got Holly Holm. Yeah. <laughs> She's the one that beat Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Don't you guys want to see her? And it's kind of just like no. Yeah. I want to really. see if McGregor is either gonna. Get his face kicked in, or if he's gonna kick more faces in. Yeah, like that's what I wanted. Like, no disrespect to Holly Holm, which is thus continuing proving my point that <laughs> she hasn't even defended her championship once, and she's are probably already the most underappreciated champion in all of UFC history. Yeah, I will. like, that's, and then she just true. started, and she's so underappreciated. She had the one victory lap week. Because everyone's just like, oh, my God, you did what we thought was the impossible. And now everyone's kind of just like, meh. Yeah. They just, they lost, they lost interest. They're like, it's not Rousey. Who cares? Even if it's people, someone who beat, who beat her, they're just like, not Rousey. Oh, well, she Ooh. lost her, she lost her luster, you know, to people. True. So I feel like that's, that's the reason why people are not giving the respect to Holly Holm that she probably deserves. Here's a fight that was just pro, uh, proposed over from the control room, control room, excuse me, over at uh, TV. Uh, Matt just texted. He's texted McGregor versus Pettis. That could. I don't know who Pettis is, so somebody please fill me in real quick. Who is Pettis? <laughs> don't bring up his um, like his profile. On I'm here. going to assume he's in, still in the lightweight division. Maybe, possibly, yeah, or he's. I believe so. Or he's in featherweight, and this Dang just it. becomes another featherweight fight. I just. No way! It has to be a lightweight fight because he can't drop all that no, weight. Yeah, so this has uh, to be a lightweight fight then. Agreed. Wouldn't it? Yeah, you would. I mean, because I mean, I don't. You're gonna have him basically him. kill himself just to make weight and everything for. I'm thinking Anthony Pettis, or is that a baseball player? No, you know it might be both. Yeah. Knowing Major League Baseball, is it Anthony Pettis? No, I think he's a. I think he used to play for the, the Yankees. <laughs> If I'm remembering correct, no, correctly. I think you're thinking Petit. No, it is. It is Anthony Pettis. I knew it. It, it was Anthony it. Pettis. Yeah, I was right. 
I was right when I was saying he was okay. a UFC fighter, not playing for the Yankees. I was going to say, wait. Yeah. I was like, you might not be 100% wrong. Yeah, but. he's Anthony Pettis. He's 18-4. and four. Okay. He's uh, scheduled to fight uh, Edson Barboza in the uh, Cormier versus Jones for UFC 197. So that's the next one. Oh, apparently he offered to fight. Oh, he, really? He, yeah, he's offered to fight uh, Conor McGregor now. Like, I'm looking at it right now. He's that'd offered be, to fight him. That'd be pretty cool seeing someone from the middle or from the uh, lightweight division. Hey, get this. He's from Milwaukee. Pettis? He's a Wisconsin. Yeah, he's, I'm, looking at his, I'm looking at his wiki right now. Yeah, he's probably, uh, probably trained at the same place that CM Punk is training at right now. Which I really want to go find. Rufus Rufus Sport, Milwaukee. I kind of just want to hover around and just hope I stumble across CM Punk. Yeah, there's a... There's a guy from Sheboygan who's, like, big into UFC. He's, like, getting into the UFC scene, and mm-hmm. he trains at the same gym in as has CM he, Punk. Has he seen him? Yeah, he spars has, with, I was going to say, has like, he sparred with yeah, him? Yeah, he spars with CM Punk and stuff. It's pretty crazy. Oh, now I really kind of want to see this Pettis fight. You guys want to know why? The former, UFC, the, the former UFC lightweight champion, so I'm pretty sure he was the one who dropped the belt to Dos Anjos. And as of January 20th, 2016, so somebody... Uh, can you check the lightweight rankings uh, to see if this has since been updated? He was ranked as high as number three. In yeah, the, he's, uh, he's, he's still he's still three. Yeah, he's three right he's now. He's three in the light. If that doesn't scream challenge for McGregor, I don't know what does. But then again, does he have enough time to get ready? Yeah. Because granted, because like... granted, this is still his weight class, but McGregor's had an entire camp. Yeah. I mean it in. I think they. I think if it's possible, they. I mean, he offered to fight him, so obviously yeah. he thinks he could get ready in time. So I mean, why not? Yeah, I mean that just, just means to throw him on the card so people buy their pay per view. To be honest, right. I feel like that's what they're. And I feel like who else? I feel like we're making the the case for Nate Diaz, right? Yeah, we're making the case for Nate Diaz. That's a massive number one contender fight if there yeah, ever was real. one for McGregor because it's like. Okay, so the champion busted his foot. Fight the guy he won the belt from. And he's number three in the division. Yeah, I agree. So I mean, if he's really as good, if McGregor's really as good as he says he is, fight the number three guy in the division you're trying to move up to. You beat him, then you have a right to, then you essentially really have that right to fight uh, Dos Anjos. Exactly. Yeah, I think that'd be a good idea if if McGregor's on board with it. Obviously, he may not want to do it just because of lack of time to prep for him. But I think I feel like I think McGregor would be up to do it because I think McGregor's going to fight anyone he possibly can just because he likes to fight. Yeah, right. He doesn't care who how the, their size. Doesn't care. I was going to say Dana White was right. Class. He'll fight some. He'll fight anyone at this yeah. point. Like I'm sure if there was a possibility, Brock Lesnar still in the UFC. If he if McGregor was able to, I don't think it would be a oh good idea God. for McGregor Are you kidding to do me? it. That's but, murder. But I think McGregor would still be like, all right, I'll fight him. That's murder. Yeah. Lesnar would just sit on him. Yeah, but I really think that's the type of McGregor is type of person McGregor is. He's he's wild. Yeah. He would he would go into it thinking he's going to win too because and Lesnar would probably chuck him across all different. He'd probably sides uh, of the octagon. He'd probably German suplex him out of the end. <laughs> just throw him out. Are those the, allowed? No. Well, oh, they're yeah. allowed, but you can't launch your opponent out of the octagon. I, I was going to say, are I German guess suplexes ne- allowed? I'm yeah, they are. They In are. UFC, really? Yeah. Oh, he would end McGregor's yeah. life. Because you can pretty much do any type of uh, like wrestling hold or move. 
in UFC just because it's. I'm pretty sure the Kimura lock is straight from Mick from M- from MMA. Oh yeah, that's so. that was a that's, that was that... a submission move he used. I don't think he ever won a match with it, Brock Lesnar. But that's what he really he, yeah. But he used. He, I think you he mean would... to tell me someone with. As strong as him, didn't make somebody submit with a Kimura lock? I don't believe so. I'm going to look it up right now to see if he ever did. But Then again, it wasn't like he fought weaker opponents because they were all in the same heavyweight. Yeah, they were, they were all massive human human beings. Man, it's just funny to think that once upon a time, Lesnar destroyed UFC, and then he got mono. Yeah. And then he got mono. That's literally it. Yeah. That's the only thing that stopped him. Like, literally, when he lost his uh, title... He, but didn't uh, he just come back from mono after that though? Like yeah, no, he had he still had the uh, it was like diverticulitis. Was, oh yeah, and he still had it when he lost his uh, championship. So he wasn't even full health when he. Mm-hmm. But they're like, yeah, you're gonna have to fight. And then he's like, okay. So he went out there like, basically, half yeah. of what he could have been because he was so still just sick, bogged right? down from whatever he had diverticulitis. I'm gonna I'm gonna look up right now to see if he ever used the old Kimura because I know he's. In the WWE, he's broke he's, quite a few arms with that. He's <laughs> broken quite a few arms. But I don't know if he ever uh, used it in the uh, in the UFC. But man, but no, thank uh, th- thank you, Matt, for pr- throwing out that idea because now I kind of really want to see that fight. Yeah. And apparently, he offered, "Hey, yo, if you if you want to fight, let's do this." Yep. McGregor, we've already established that McGregor's nuts, so he'll probably be like, "Okay, get in the octagon right now." Yeah. So, Pettis McGregor. Card set. I can't believe we're saying on a on a card where there's already a championship fight. We're already, we're saying card saved. Yeah, seriously. Like card saved. Like Holly Holmes probably just sitting there, just like wow. She probably will never get a uh, media attention again until she fights Rousey again. Yeah, I agree. Which is such a shame because she beat the top. She out of her. yeah, she showed that she was. She destroyed dominant. her, and she's probably gonna uh, make an example out of Misha Tate because who hasn't in the last few years. I feel bad. If you, I feel bad for Misha Tate. Yeah, I do. <laughs> like she, like she, like she beats everybody else in the division, and then she gets high. And then, like you know, she gets like super high up in the rankings. Yeah, and she's like, all right, I got this. I got this. I could take you. I could take anybody down. Ronda Rousey gets destroyed. All right, work my way back up. I could fight. I could fight. Holly Holm, the one person on this planet who's beaten Rousey. Yeah. I'd hate to be Misha Tate, yeah, <laughs> really. Real. I would hate to be her. I don't know what Because she, she obviously wants the belt, so she's just going to keep trying. But like, she lost to the... Like, has she taken one too many shots to the head? Does she really possible. think... Does she really think... I mean, then again, we were all sitting here thinking the same thing. Does Holm really think she could be... And then watch Misha Tate probably just destroy Holly Holm. And then yeah. I don't even know what happens at that point. Oh, my goodness. But we have a couple minutes left, so we have to go into final thoughts. And then I basically make, like, a track star and yep. come out of retirement in, uh, from, two, from two years and yeah. <laughs> get to the Williams Center. <laughs> but I don't know. Is there anything else that you guys re- that uh, really uh, happened? Oh, uh, baseball news. Dexter Fowler has now found himself a new home. Dexter Fowler is now Baltimore, a Baltimore right? Oreo. Yep. Mm-hmm. He signed a deal three years, $35 million. Uh, hit 17 home runs and 46 RBIs with the Cubs last year. A uh, good move by the Orioles? I think so. I agree. Dexter Fowler, he's a solid player. Definitely a good pickup. And they picked up uh, Yovani Gallardo. That's true. He was the uh, Brewers' ace for a while. I don't know if don't think he'll be there 
star pitcher there. Mm-hmm. The term ace was used loosely. Yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> that's that's what I was saying. Like here's the ace, but for the Brewers, so you know, ace is kind of like a step down for them. But really, uh, I think the uh, the Orioles. I don't know how they did last year. Did they? They barely made the playoffs. I don't know. Did they make the playoffs? No. Truth, truthfully, I don't I, think I don't, they did. I don't. They. I don't think they did. But what they're doing, what they're doing in the offseason, I think they're at least on the right on the right path. I'm just mad. I'm just mad. My team apparently again swung and missed on an outfielder. Yeah. I'm getting real sick of this, but we signed Jimmy. We signed Jimmy Rollins to yeah. a minor league contract. <laughs> He's got to retire. Uh, develop. Uh, it's a mentoring role. Yeah, guarantee. That's, that's a good idea. Because we have a whole bunch of young shortstops that are really good, and then if they get taught by Jimmy Rollins, I, I'm down. Yeah. And he, who knows? He maybe has one last good year, like every old player seems to have. Yeah. That one last good year, and everyone's like, "Oh, you still got it." Anyways, let's go to final thoughts. Chase, do you want to start us off? Uh, the Badgers take on number eight Iowa tomorrow, so that'll be a good game. Hopefully, they can pull it out. Eric, uh, two quick ones. Um, my first one is uh, shout out to my mother. She's the one who sent me this uh, Brett Favre uh, Southern Miss jersey. You're the real MVP. I yep. love your mom already. Yep. <laughs> and uh, second one is. Uh, it's been announced last night on Monday Night Raw. Shane McMahon oh, will I saw that. I saw take that. on The Undertaker at WrestleMania for control of the WWE. So hopefully hopefully that'll be uh, exciting to see. Let's Definitely. Undertaker. Does it yeah. does it feel rushed to you? They just kinda just picked a random opponent. Yeah, like, it was like were, oh who do we have? Oh, he's beating everybody on the roster. Hey Shane, you wanna come back? Alright, cool. Yeah. Like, really? Yeah, I just like that Shane McMahon's back in the WWE. That's just all I'm having. I mean, with for. the rumors are going around that Cena's back early, you would think. Watch. Shane's plugging in Cena. I actually He's gonna, I really I feel like somebody, Shane's gonna win, but it's not gonna be with under I, his own power. I feel I feel like some I feel like the McMahons are gonna jump Shane and then Shane's like, Well, I can't fight, but he sure can. <laughs> And then wham. But I don't know. I saw a rumor saying that they wanted to have somebody on the fight who's currently not on the roster. Yeah. Which is very bland. It could yeah, be, exactly. So which... is he hurt or is it somebody not on the roster? I was so excited when he, when Shane popped up on the TV. I was just like, holy childhood. Yeah, seriously. But uh, my final thought would be, again, that there is no women's basketball, at least on the radio station, at least here on 91.7 The Edge. But if you go on over to UWWTV, channel 100-1 or point .1 or whatever your TV decides to do, uh, myself, Cody Kipe, and Joe Kabicki will have to call for that one because, I, of course, I have to give shameless plugs because I'm, I'm pretty much multi-platform. Uh, but that is Hawk Talk for today as I just dropped a pen. Uh, tune in tomorrow, same time at 5 p.m. I have no idea what we'll talk about since football season's over. Tune in to find out with us right here on The Edge. Keep it locked.